the volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. I love betting on FanDuel Sportsbook for so many reasons. Great odds and markets for the MLB, NBA, NHL, and so many more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sports book. It's easy to use, safe and secure. You get winnings fast. And it's so fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day and night when you log in. And FanDuel Sportsbook is now live in Ontario, Canada. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. Welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever. Alex Monaco chilling with Liv Mood. She brought her TCU war hat ready to dance on the NFC West. Liv, I'm excited to talk about this division with you. Me too. I'm very excited because I, I think I already know which way you're going and I'm I know which way I'm going. So I'm ready to jump into it. <laughs> well, on FanDuel right now, the defending Super Bowl champs, of course, are the favorites at plus 125. The Niners are plus 175. And then, of course, we got to bring it up. A 11 win team last year, the Cardinals plus 350. And then the long shot, which none of us are taking the Seattle Seahawks at plus 1500. But the Rams, Niners, Cardinals debate all finished within two games of each other last year. The floor is yours. I got to I gotta hear yours first, unless you want me to go first. I'm happy to go first. I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> go ahead. Well, it has not been done <clears throat> in 18 seasons. 18 seasons since a team has gone Tom Brady, New England Patriots, back-to-back in the Super Bowl. And it will I, be 19 after this year, by the way. I am confidently saying right now that this team, Liv, this L.A. Rams team can do it. And I am all in on them winning the NFC West. And I know their schedule, top three hardest, it scares me. I'm actually more nervous about the win total of 10 and a half on FanDuel, which we'll talk about later, than them wrapping up the division. Let's just talk it out. You have, I'm going to say process of elimination here. In terms of quarterback head coach continuity, there's only even two quarterback head coaches in this division coming back that were dancing last year, and that's the Cardinals and the Rams. Then you have to look at this Niners team, Liv. There is so much pressure on this young kid, Trey Lance. So much pressure. 
And I'm not saying the scheme for the Niners and offensively speaking, look, they were top 10 in passing last year. They were incredible. But I'm with my guy, our guy, Colin, on the Jimmy G train. Jimmy G 6-0 against the Rams in the regular season. That is out the window now. So if it comes down to, I'm going to say, star power, quarterback, and coach versus this division, I'm comfortable backing this Rams team. And you go out, you get some more Super Bowl pedigree. I love the Bobby Wagner pickup. Allen Robinson's arguably an improvement from Odell last year. And yes, I'm a little nervous about the Stafford arm, but ultimately it's all the pressure on the Niners to deliver. And then you got to mention that DeAndre Hopkins is out for the first month, month and a half of the season. And Christian Kirk's gone. So is it Hollywood Brown and, and Kyler Murray out the gate? when their first three games are incredible, this division live, they have to play the NFC South and the AFC West. So I'm going to take the Rams with confidence. I want to hear if you're fading or following. I, I think this comes down to leadership and the quarterback play of one Matthew Stafford, who could be unlike a bunch of these youngins out here firing on Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, the actual MVP of the NFL. Well, Monica, <laughs> let me start by saying fading you might be my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> Don't take it personal. Um, no, oh, I take it way too personal. Listen, you bring up really great points, but I, I want to focus on a couple things. A banged up Matt Stafford is just not one that I want to put my money on. That's not to say that he won't deliver and they won't have an excellent season. They are the reigning Super Bowl champions. They are bringing the majority of their roster back. So yeah, hard not to fade them. I personally don't like taking the favorites because I think it's the easy way out. No, thank you. I'd like a challenge. So that being said, I love the 49ers. Banged up Matt Stafford. The Rams have a much more difficult schedule this year. And let me remind you, the way they started their season last year, I did not think they were winning the Super Bowl. I mean, they did not start their season in, in a way that I think made most people trust that they were going to win the Super Bowl. So the fact that their schedule is getting more difficult now definitely makes me nervous. This 49ers team, yes, it is a lot of pressure on a young QB. But when we saw Trey Lance in action last year, the times that we did get to see him play, I think one thing that stood out to me was his ability to handle pressure. I felt like he handled it very well. I think when you know going into the season what your position is, you are able to be more confident in your game. Last year, it was very like, is he playing, is he not? And that's a really hard position to be in when you're young, when you're trying to figure out what is my role on this team. He now knows what his role is on this team. I, I really, really love the way that in the red zone, it felt like he used his legs. So he was kind of a double threat to me, which I think is something that will be very valuable for this 49ers team. They've got a solid defense um, and the value's better. Plus 175. They're not the favorite. You're getting a little bit better value here. I just really like this 49ers team this upcoming season. And I think they could be considered a sleeper team, if you will. Um, you know, they, they had a really, really tough end to their season last year that I think was pretty disappointing disappointing for them and their fan base but I feel really good about Trey Lance he's obviously made a little bit of a preseason debut I think he's one of those QBs that you either have all the faith in the world for him or you're just like it's not happening I don't trust him so I have heard through the grapevine there is a lot of people 
in the public that are hammering him for MVP. I don't know if I trust him enough for MVP, um, but I do really like him to have a really solid season for this 49ers team. Like I said, tough defense. Um, Their schedule actually got easier. So there is a benefit right there off the bat for this 49ers team that the Rams cannot say. Their schedule got more difficult. So I'm riding with the 49ers. They have the better value. I'm not taking the favorite. The Rams will have a Super Bowl hangover, and I like the 49ers to come out of this division. Let's just remind ourselves that Trey Lance had, I I think it was was three points, maybe it was ten points, against the Texans last year in a garbage game, throwaway game. They couldn't even score until the very bitter end. What makes you feel like you can trust this man to lead a team that has expectations? This isn't a rebuilding organization. They're passing on a guy that got him to the the Super Bowl. I'm also a little, I'm a little speculative about that, Liv. Are we, are we fully in belief that the whole locker room is in on that decision? I imagine who Jimmy, outside of the good looks and threatening to other guys in that way, he's a likable dude. Yeah, he is. But at this point, if you want to win games, you better just get over who your QB is and make it work. And I think if the 49ers want to win and if they want to be successful, they've got to get over it. They've got to put their feelings aside and they've got to realize this is our QB. He's worked hard to be here. He worked hard last season and it is what it is. So I think the 49ers are, I'm not going to call them stupid, but it's very dumb if they sit in the locker room and mourn the loss of Jimmy G when they have a fully capable QB sitting right in front of them that's ready to play ball. If you want to win, you're just going to have to swallow your pride and get over it. That's how I see it. So, Well, you were high on the Cardinals this time last year. We talked it out. You were correct, and and really it was their division. They blew it at the very end. You you called it. They went out to a 7-0 start. Do you see that happening with this Niners team? Coming into this season, I, I mean, they got to play the Rams and your Denver Broncos in the first month of the season. They get a cupcake Chicago and Seattle to start the year. But after that, I, I mean, the, the AFC West, everyone has to play the AFC West. I just think there's a disadvantage here, particularly this year, for this schedule by a little bit for the progression of Trey Lance. I, I, I got to lean with the veteran on campus. You're taking a sophomore on campus instead of a senior to give you a tour around the championship campus. The sophomore is healthy. The senior isn't. Oh my. Let's get into wins here. Let's, let's talk it. Let's see if you have something nice to say about the LA Rams. Let's, let's talk win total. It's 10 and a half right now. How do you feel about that number for a team that had 12 wins last year? Yeah, I mean, they did have 12 wins, and I think it was very interesting because they, like I said, they started off their season a little, little just, I couldn't trust them at the beginning of the season. Like, it it was not a team that I was like, okay, yeah, this, this is a team that I'm willing to put my money on. But by the end of the season, it was a completely different situation. I do, this number does make me a little nervous, not because I don't think they're capable of hitting it. They obviously hit it last season, but a more difficult schedule definitely makes you want to question a little bit that win total because that really is what it boils down to. Who are they up against? Can they get the wins? Um, When you're betting the win total, every win matters. So because of that schedule difficulty, 10 and a half does make me a little nervous. I want to say it's too high, but it's really not when you're the reigning Super Bowl champion and you were 12 and five last season. That being said, 
I am a little nervous about it. I do lean taking the over because they are bringing back their roster and they do, you know, they do have a really solid team. Obviously they won last season. Um, but that schedule difficulty is the one thing that kind of makes me a little apprehensive. So I'm going to say it's slightly too high. Like it's just a little uncomfortably like, Oh, can they do it? But I do think they can do it. So I'll take the over. I think they had to put the 10 and a half there. Sure. You just it, nine and a half would have been too low. 11 and a half for the schedule would have been too ambitious. Now, as hot as I am on the Rams to win the division, I'm, I'm very indifferent on, do they do it at 10 and seven? Do they do it 11 and six? I'm going to go over here for safe keep to protect my pick, but this team, I, I mean, goodness gracious, they open against the bills. They're extra games on the schedule. They got to play the Cowboys. They got to play green Bay in December at Lambeau on Monday night. That's not fun. They wrap with the chargers and the Broncos and two of their last three. It's a daunting schedule. It really is. The only thing I can say is that I think three and three in division last year was underwhelming for them. I, I mentioned that Jimmy G six and zero oh and, and how Shanahan has dominated McVay. I'm going to see that pedal back a little bit. I think everyone goes two and zero oh against the Seahawks. So this team is going to get a gain a win in, in the division. I think they go four and two, no problem, but it's just going to come down to the timing of the schedule and can they take advantage of those cupcake games? They have a little bit of break here and there, but uh, this I, I mean, goodness, they, they don't they have to play Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Prescott and their division twice, plus the AFC West. It's it's brutal. It's brutal. There's no ways about it. I'm going to go over because I do think that McVeigh. Look, this is what I didn't mention out the top. The fact that they were going to lose their Hall of Fame D tackle and leader on defense and he's back and he re-signed McVeigh had the rumor swirling about the broadcasting jobs. He's back. That's got to count for something. So this team is buying into all in. And again, Les Snead showed you they are making moves like the Warriors. Where is the salary cap? How are they pulling off these Bobby Wagner, Allen Robinson moves? They just are. So I got to go over. I'm, I'm not feeling great about it, but now I'm curious to see where you are in the Niners at nine and a half right now on FanDuel. Are you over or under on that? You got to be over, obviously. Over, obviously. Yes, they were obviously 10 and seven last year. I'm feeling really optimistic about them this year because I like them to come out of the division. It's an obvious over for me. I think the number is right where it should be. It does feel just right. Um, so yeah, taking the over. Simple answer is hammer the over. I'm on the over as well. I do think this is a playoff team. I'm, I'm knocking them, but I think outside of Belichick and their scheme, no one does it better than Shanahan. And, and again, a top five run team. They often are year after year in that organization. They'll, They'll create an offensive game plan to make it easier on Trey Lance. I just don't know if they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with one of the best teams in the league in the Rams. Do you feel like this team, when it comes to those close games and those compelling ones, when they're playing a Broncos or they're playing a Chiefs, do you feel like – how do we cap that before the season starts? Because they have an easier schedule, and then it gets harder in the middle, and then it ends sort of easy as well. But – how do you feel about Lance's ability to play make in those close games? Cause we really haven't seen him in the clutch. And that's, and that's just it, Monica. We haven't seen it. And you mentioned, you know, him taking on a team like the Broncos. We haven't really seen Wilson with this Broncos team either. So that's one of those games where it's like, uh, you don't know what you're going to get. I think obviously it'll take 
seeing Wilson in action with the Broncos for the first few weeks, seeing Lance in action with the 49ers for the first few weeks, but they play each other relatively early. So that's where it's like, ah, I just don't, you know, I think at that point, it really, <clears throat> that line is probably going to be very, very small because Vegas may not have the answer to who is a favorite in that game. So that's a tough one. Both teams will have a strong defense. Both teams have new QBs. So both teams are well coached. I mean, it's very, that to me is probably going to be a very small line and the public will probably be split 50 50. So I don't really have an answer for that. Cause I, I really don't know. I haven't, I, I need to see Wilson again. It's like preseason. You want to go watch your team. I went to a preseason game on Saturday. You don't see the players that you need to be seeing in order, especially from a betting perspective. Like I want to see the team that I'm going to be betting on. You're not going to see that yet. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't have an answer for you besides it's going to be really close, really close. That line is going to be super close. Yeah, and, and another line that's going to be interesting is this Arizona Cardinals eight and a half, which I think is is rather low for for a team that had eleven wins last year. But they are starting out against Kansas City, the Raiders, and the Chargers, so it is not a seven and zero start like last year. How do you feel about this Arizona team? Your what was your Arizona Cardinals here at eight and a half? Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. I really have just told myself this season, I'm not doing it again. I'm not putting my money on the Cardinals. Like I literally could not have been feeling more great about a bet than I was last season when I took the Cardinals to come out of the NFC West. I mean, they had the hottest start in the entire league. Um, and then we saw them lose and which I think we all knew was coming, but then we saw them not bounce back from the loss. It was like, they could not rebound. They could not shake it off. It was like it completely turned their season around to no longer be undefeated. So I won't do it again. I won't bet on the Cardinals. I will not be taking an over or under on their win total, but I'm with you. I mean, they were 11 and six last season, obviously super hot start. Don't think they have a, the, the same hop start this season that they did last season. However, 11 and six last year, Kyler Murray is back with a lot more money in his pocket. So I think he has a lot more to prove. Um, I think that they've probably licked their wounds and figured out what they need to do differently to prevent a repeat, um, especially down the stretch of their season because they just essentially fell apart. So I personally will not be betting on the Cardinals in any way, shape or form. I will not do it. I have PTSD just thinking about it. So I'm not touching a bet in regards to that team. However, I do feel like the line is low. Wow. You are off the Cardinals. I, see, I think this is this is where you could find value. I think the over is a great play. I don't know how this team goes eight and nine and hits the under. I think they come back with a little bit of continuity and confidence that that K one's their quarterback. I know the Hopkins out the gate without him is going to be tough. Of course, they lost Kirk. I think Hollywood Brown is going to be a nice fit in, and they still have more there. And and I love Ertz. So I think this team. I mean, geez, they were eleventh in offensive points per game, top ten passing offense. So. This team, and they brought in Daryl Williams uh, running back. I think they, I think they're about where they are last year, maybe a game worse, but I think there's value here. I, you could make a case if you want to go value pick in the NFC West that this team could be slept on, but it's just going to come down to how they close. Do right. you feel, do you feel like this team has turned the corner on closing either the second half of games or the second half of the schedule? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I think yes, but, um, I think it's just really a Kyler Murray to me is 
great. Um, but this is a monumental year for him to prove that he is. Okay, let me take that back. Kyler Murray is good. This is a monumental year for him to prove that he's great. Because the money that he made, you would have thought this man has taken the Cardinals to the Super Bowl three times in a row. I mean, my God. So I, I, I would hope that there is some change there and that they are more confident. And But I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm just very... I'm very checked out of the Cardinals because I watched them just literally throw away a season and it was very frustrating. So, I mean, look, they here's here's what I'm trying to talk out is they lost three of five to lose that division. And, and particularly that week 18 game where they lost uh, the Seahawks 38 30. If they don't drop three of five, which one of those was to the Lions, for goodness sake, <laughs> I, I think we're looking at this team differently. And I think. FanDuel's looking at them differently. I think at eight and a half, I don't know how you don't argue that this should be nine and a half and we're stealing a game here on the over. I think eight and a half for the Cardinals is potentially the best value of any of these decisions in the NFC West. I really like the over here. No, I agree. I, th- I do think that, like you mentioned, the games that they lost towards the end of their season have definitely affected where this line is, but I don't imagine them losing those games again. So yes, I'm with you. Eight and a half is a steal. In my opinion, I just personally cannot bring myself to put not even a penny on the Cardinals (laughs) this year. I need one more year to just cool off. Okay. And just (laughs) get myself back, you know, onto good terms with this team. But I am with you. The number is too low. And anyone who is willing to bet on the Cardinals should absolutely take advantage of the line at eight and a half and take the over. And let's wrap with the Seattle Seahawks. Could be very short here. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's five and a half wins. We don't know if they're tanking for a, a Tua that they don't even know who the Tua is yet. We don't know what's going on. I, I think Seattle dropped the ball here, Liv. I, I think they could have went out and got a Baker or really made a case to try and get Jimmy G, and, and they're going with your guy, Drew Locke. I mean, you have the inside source. What say you on on your your ex over there that couldn't get it done in Denver trying to get it done in Seattle? Yeah, this is one of those breakups where they get they don't even just get unfollowed, they get blocked. Like, I got to get him out of my memory. I got to remove him completely from the brain. Listen, I was really rooting for Drew Locke. And then when we got Bridgewater, I was really rooting for Bridgewater. But you kind of have to get to a point where you go, okay, you're just not good. Like, you're just not good. Like, I have given you the chance. I have rooted for you. It's not that I'm just salty that we lost, whatever. It's you're just not there yet. And I don't know if you ever will be there. Like, I just don't think Drew Locke in a league as talented as the NFL that's got all these young QBs, he just doesn't stand a chance, in my opinion, at all. Um, Not only did the Seahawks lose Russell Wilson, but they gained Drew Locke. Like you said, I just don't think they made the right decision here. I, I really, really don't. I don't think he is the answer to any of their problems. I mean, they were 7-10 and 10 last season, and that was with Russell Wilson. So now you add Drew Locke to the mix. I take away two of those wins, at least two of those wins. So at five and a half, I'm hammering the under. I believe their schedule got slightly more difficult this year. So not only did you lose your QB and pretty much not gain another one, but your schedule is more difficult. So I am absolutely on the under with the Seahawks team. And I, I mean no disrespect, but they've got a tougher schedule. They've got Q, a QB like Drew Locke who just cannot be trusted. And, and, and I'm sorry, but 
I tried to give him a shot. I tried to, you know, root for him and hope for the best, but he's just not it. And I don't think, I mean, we know how important and valuable that QB position is. If you don't have a solid QB, you just, you aren't going to have a great year. I mean, the Broncos are a prime example of that last season. So yeah, I don't have any faith in the Seahawks. It's, it's pretty simple to me. I'm taking the under on their wins for sure. You, the only thing I wanted to talk out was, do you cap it any differently because Pete Carroll hasn't decided, is he going game manager and Gino or gunslinger and Drew Locke? Is there any different thinking there? Because we've seen Gino like last year, he's a game manager. He doesn't turn the ball over that often. He doesn't take risks. So, and, and that's more the Pete Carroll kind of comfortable choice. I think going, and he's a defensive minded coach. So going with Drew Locke and, and that kind of not exactly sure what the offense is going to look like mode versus what they probably know what they have in Gino. Does that factor you going over or under on five and a half? If I'm going to take the over, it's because Gino Smith right. is, the, is game managing for the Seahawks. So I am more likely to take the over if Smith is starting. If it's Drew Locke, I have no faith. Um, yeah. That being said, I yeah. don't even really trust Geno Smith enough. Um, and the weapons around him, I don't, I don't trust what they've got going on enough to even bet the over with him. But I would lean more towards the over with him. I think he is the better fit for the coaching and for what this team is right now. But I don't, again, I just... I just don't think they made the right decisions in the off season. And I think it will show with their record. I do. Yeah. It's, it's a stay away. Uh, not to be that guy I'm going, I'm going under, but I mean, they play, they play several cupcakes. They get to play both New York teams. They get the Falcons, they get the lions. There's, there's a lot of games in there where they shouldn't have the quarterback edge in any game that they play. But in, in those regards, you never know. They could end up stealing. I mean, geez, to be five and twelve—that's a lot of losses, Liv. So it is. I mean, we're on—we're on the under. I'm—I'm I'm not going to sit here and say I have confidence in Seattle, but I do have a little confidence in Pete Carroll with the company culture. I like his style. It's—it's it's also a gut check year. You know, he is without his 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 wingman, his right hand man, and Russ. So he probably wants to show that he can do, you know, a little bit of what Belichick was able to do with Mac Jones post Brady. And so for that reason alone, I'm staying away, but we can't back this team up. No, we cannot. <laughs> but it's been a wonderful discussion talking about the NFC West. You want to throw a little friendly wager to a little volume sports gentleman bet on the Niners and the Rams. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to, to come up with a little... You know, I got to do something embarrassing if I lose, but I don't see myself losing. So it's more about being your comfortability. Is there anything anything I could tell you to do that would actually embarrass you? Or would you just be like, all right, let's do it? Uh, You know, we we, we get embarrassed here and there. It's I I haven't hit a parlay in a minute, so that's embarrassing. But no, it's it, it was a great discussion. I'm excited. It's it's a division. Everyone's excited to bet and, and see how it shakes out. So I'm totally I'm fired up. You're you're backing up Trey Lance just for the hype of the, the duo here. But riding Trey area. I sure am. Let's go. All right. For live on Alex. We're back Thursday. This is the best game we show ever. We'll see you then on the volume sports YouTube channel.